Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? Hello, darling. How are you? I'm just reading the YouTube comments on a previous uh, episode oh, of the Abroad in no. Japan and, um You're very sensitive to comments. So I remember <laughs> when you came on the Abroad in Japan channel years ago, right. you read a comment that was like, I don't like this man. And you you got really offended by it. Oh, Chris! I know. I couldn't give two. Do you think lies? Lies. Do you think I'd look like this if I cared? What people thought of me? You look like Colonel Sanders. I look like everybody. Like Teabag from Prison Break. I look like (laughs) Begbie from Transpired. I look like everyone looks a little bit unwell. I just look like someone who's a little unwell. But um, a lot of the comments are just about um, how nice our studios are. We're not in either of them. No. Even I got some good reviews. My automatons on the wall. Yes. Somebody sent me uh, like. Uh, beat it by Michael Jackson, played by Automaton. Oh, there's a really yeah. There's a really if you buy one of them in Automatons, they're like little musical instruments that look like uh, little kind of cartoon spams, I suppose. Like they, I presume yeah. they're musical notes, but they sort of speak. They're kind of like cool. Frog spawn. They are cool. Um, but the guy who makes it is like this kind of like sort of celebrity inventor kind of guy, isn't he? He's and so he has little um, he has little pod shops around craft fairs and stuff in, in in Japan. Um, and he's you know interesting enough chap. But um, oh, the build quality is pretty atrocious. Every time I buy one, it's like well, that's broken. That one's broken. That one's broken. They're all broken. They're all rubbish. Too um, strong your hands. Your too, hands strong, too strong. Man. Too and I can't do not know how to treat an instrument correctly. But um. Somebody sent me, uh, quite a few of you actually sent me uh, the video version of somebody doing an automaton um, uh, performance of Wake Me Up in Evanescence. Oh, Evanescence. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I got that. When the rapper comes in, it is something else. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. What an instrument, honestly. It's, it is cool. really, it's horrible sounding, isn't it? That's pretty cool. Uh, but I, I'm depressed. Oh. I, I was at Heathrow Airport earlier today. Right. Just, just like you do. Just hanging out. Just like you were doing it. And I saw. Concord, and I was like, "No, what? don't leave it there because they just they just leave it on the runway. What? Like, so you can walk around Which terminal. Runway? The, the, the I don't know the Do, left what they one. Le- what they left Concord on the runway. They were yeah, like, we'll just leave not it. Not literally <laughs> on the runway. <laughs> like, okay, we're coming into oh, land. We're closing that one now. Yeah, someone just move Concord out the way. Turn off the lights. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's just on display. Or one of them. There's like five or six, isn't there? There's a few. Rewind the conversation, right? Right. With the runway conversation. Right. Blah, 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 blah. You just remind me of a story. You know Ian? 
yeah. uh, Ian Rudd of the the, the a legend behind Journey Across Japan yeah. and, and kind of producer for Braun. He came back to the UK recently and he said as the plane was coming into land, he had uh, a camera on the plane where you could see like ahead of the plane and he could see the runway. And he said the plane was coming down and there was a plane sitting on the runway. Right. There. Did they do a go around? Did and, they execute and a go around? And he was like, he was like looking around. A few other people like, <laughs> like, oh shit, are we going to crash? Right. And then right at the moment, the pilot hit the throttle and the plane was, <laughs> and took that off be... over the plane. And he was like, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We just had a crash. So, <laughs> so, and, it, and Ian was like, it, it was so bad. Ian said, was like, you know, I looked up on the news afterwards to see if it had been reported. Cause it'll be a real, it'll definitely be in the flight people on YouTube. They'll be talking about. Well, it. And he was like, "No, it was just just a, a day in the life of Heathrow, <laughs> almost crashing a plane." Like, it's yeah. kind of terrifying. Yeah. He was genuinely shook up by it. So never happens, but it, when it happens, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, I mean, they'll be they'll have hell to pay for that. <laughs> there's a lot of near misses and a lot of things you, you don't hear about with airplanes. Yeah, um, I, I, my, probably, I probably don't favorite, want to know about it. To be honest, one of my favorite YouTubers is the Mentor Pilot, and he's mm. a, a Swedish bloke, and he flies forever. Everyone and he, you know, does a teaching or whatever, and he basically goes through all of the crashes and just says, "Well, it's, well, this is what would happen if we'd, if they'd done it slightly differently." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's really, as you can imagine, a pilot. Very sort of even-handed, very intelligent. Good God, they're talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and he just sort of goes through, um, you know, all of the things that would have had to have gone wrong for crashes to happen or incidents to happen mm-hmm. or you know this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will never assign blame. He'll never sort of go, well, the pilot did this and he should be struck off. He, like, he'll, he'll, yeah, he literally, like, he, he literally goes, this is not what this channel's about. It's not about finding fault. It's very oh, much sort of going, this is fun. what happened afterwards I find to fault. make it safer. And this is why you should feel more confident in flying every time there's a crash. You know, it all gets safer. And um, but there are some ones that he covers that even he, I think, would in his heart of hearts would find it quite difficult to do, to sort of not assign blame because um, sometimes you'll have like the cockpit voice recorder where <laughs> blokes going, "Let's take it up as high as it'll go. Let's let's just see what this baby can <laughs> oh my do." God. If you say, if you hear, "Let's see what this baby can do," and you've got a you've got a massive <laughs> Boeing seven four seven cargo plane, and this guy's going. That's not what I would have done. <laughs> it's like really, like he's really stoic about not assigning blame That's when someone's going. I'm going to do a loop to loop. I'm going to press the loop to loop here on the on the yeah. cockpit recorder. Let's see what this baby can do. It's a bit like Concord, right? There's a litany of errors went wrong with Concord, like on 2000 when it crashed. Yeah, and uh, this whole episode is about Concord. It is it's British about, uh, engineering someone... gone wrong. Can't remember which, what what flight left behind that bit of metal that flew up into their continent. So it crashed in Paris. Continental Air Airlines flight, a bit of metal fell off, yeah. and the engineer actually got sued, or he went to court over it right. for not fixing the yeah. metal. The metal came off on the runway from a Continental Airlines flight. A few minutes later, Concorde comes down the runway. Its rubber tire hits the metal. It cuts the tire. A piece of the tire f- explodes and flings up, up into, into the, the fuel tank. The fuel tank mm. and the fuel tank. It wasn't protected, was, was it? It wasn't protected. They, they put Kevlar on it after the, the they did, event, but the tank was like full to the brim. Yeah, and apparently the French pilot should have burnt off some of the fuel. Uh, but he didn't um, but hit the fuel tank there was nowhere for the fuel to go right so the pressure sort of ruptured, ruptured the engine caused yeah. an explosion and it was all downhill from there so it was, again mm. it was like a litany of errors right yeah. a few things went wrong to yeah. cause it and then the best plane ever got fucked the best plane ever the and that was the plane. real quiz I was ashamed though but yeah I was, the plane came in I was in today in Heathrow and I looked at Concorde and I thought fuck 
No. I could have been in, no. I could have been in Japan in eight hours. Yeah. In 14. 14 hours. Ah. It could have been done in like six or seven hours. <laughs> six hours, if we're lucky, but... You'd need a real fuel, a refuel, wouldn't you? In the sky, mm. over yeah. Kazakhstan. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I used to... My, my grandparents used to live in Bromley, London, and... Concord would fly over every day. Mm. My God, it was loud. You knew yeah, it was like yeah. two Olympus engines, booming, terrifying. Yeah. But it looked incredible. And just seeing it there, sitting on the tarmac at Heathrow, not on the runway, but near it. I remember that. I remember that. Like, it just feels like teasing. Like, look at what we used to have. We <laughs> well, used to go to New York in three hours. Now it's seven. I was <laughs> like 24, 25, and um, I remember the last Concord flying over the... Um, fly- 24. Um uh, the last Concorde flying over um, London. Yeah, um, 2003. Or and I sort of ran... Was it, would it have been that? Yeah. Or maybe it was a bit... Old man, you're an old man, Pete. 23? No, um, anyway, uh, and um, I'd not been on a plane at that point. <laughs> really? So I was like, my concept of what Concorde represented was very much... No, my my first flight was quite a bit later than that, simply because oh I went God. out with someone from Jersey. Wait, you... Uh, I'd never been on a plane before. But you've, you're the most well-travelled man ever. You've yeah, I squeezed it in. for tea. Squeezed it in. My thirties. Well, so you never got on a plane till you were how old? Like twenty-five. Like you must have thought, lit. "What is this wizard technology? <laughs> we can fly in the stuff? sky." Yeah. God, that must be trippy because obviously you know, being I think I went on was like three. Yeah. So planes were just a normal thing. Well, I, t- weirdly, I, t- I tell a lie. I did go on a, a three-man plane uh, in York at the seaside <laughs> once. My dad took me up. Uh, that's fl- not I think pro- it was like Flamingo that's Land. He not took a us up. Plane. Well, he took us up and flew around and then flew down. I was like, "That's quite dangerous." Right? I mean, it's needless, um, needless air travel. You don't need it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought twice about planes other than I loved them and I wanted to be a pilot for a time. Right. And then around 25, when you were having your first flight, yeah. that's when I went, wait a minute, I'm in the sky <laughs> in a box at 40,000 yeah. feet, 40, feet yeah. on like 100 gallons of petrol. Yeah. This is a shit Suboptimal, idea. Suboptimal. This isn't a good idea. Yeah. What's this about? And that's and, and yeah, for the next few years, I didn't like flying. <laughs> but I can't believe that. Wow. You just did, uh, you just never went on holiday until you were 25? We only had the cash. We just, we just never, we never had a We just went to... You didn't have a passport? Caravans. <laughs> Go to caravan parks. So you never th- went to Spain like every British person no, does. No. For, really? Well, back then you used to drive down, didn't you? Back it then, like, back then, well, people, we were a horse and carriage. Back then people <laughs> used to drive down. We didn't really have a car, so. Oh my god! Yeah. This the Hartlepool. You're not paying them for <laughs> the greatest light of Hartlepool. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe Hartlepool's <laughs> too nice. That's why we stayed there. <laughs> but there you go, Concord. Mm. When you arrive in Heathrow, guys, if you do, keep an eye out for the most beautiful plane ever. That unfortunately. Just sits there, a relic of a time forgotten now. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's getting emotional. But we got a story from Knox from Saga Prefecture. It begins. Hello, Chris and Pete. Today I have a story which I hope inspires anyone living in Japan or visiting that might want to go out drinking and meet some locals. Earlier this year, during Golden Week, I was travelling through Tohoku, North Japan, with some family, and I spent a few nights in Sendai. As a fan of heavy metal... Uh, and punk music. I always try to find a metal or rock bar whenever I visit a new city. And after a quick Google search, I found one called Mosh Chokers <laughs> and decided to swing by Mosh Chokers. Just Pete. ask anyone with nodding terms of English. Like, just, does this make sense? I mean, they're two words. Mosh. Chokers. Well, mosh pit. Choke. Yeah, but choke, I mean, chokers, I mean, I don't know, like a gothy choker, sexy choker, or like a, I'm so metal, I'm, I'm choking. Mosh, it just sounds like a group of people that go and assault people in mosh pit. (laughs) Pretty much. The mosh chokers. Anyway, I've lived in Sendai like five, six years, and I've never heard of this place, so I'm going to (laughs) look it up after this. Uh, 
he continues, uh, I immediately fell in love with the bar as it had an amazing atmosphere and played great music. <laughs> Seeing as how I was in town on Monday and Tuesday before the holiday really started for everyone, uh, the place was pretty empty both nights I visited, leaving a lot of time for me to chat up the bartender, Takuya. Uh, sorry, Takuya. Uh, while my Japanese isn't great, we were able to chat all night with a little help from Google Sensei. Ooh. On my second night drinking there, I could tell that Takuya had taken a liking to me as he gifted me some charms and earrings upon my arrival in the bar. After a few hours there, around 11pm, he asked me where else I planned on going that night. I couldn't find, I can't find anywhere else as good as this, I said, so I'll probably be here until you guys close, or I get too drunk. To my surprise, he responded with, I want to get out of here. I can show you some cool bars in town. Bars that are better than this. <laughs> <laughs> the bar was meant to be open until 5am, and he oh, was the only one working, meaning lovely. he would have to close six hours early to do this. But I agreed, and he closed the bar up. God, what did the people do without mosh chokers? Mm. What did they do? He mentioned he was going to take me to a local soccer bar, which had pretty wow. much, uh, which had me pretty ex- unexcited. Which had me pretty unexcited. Uh, but un- upon arriving at said soccer bar, however loud, uh, hardcore punk reverberated throughout the bar, the people there looked incredibly alternative too. Takia said, This is a punk bar, only on Tuesdays. He went on to tell everyone in the bar that I was the coolest gaijin in Japan. <laughs> he bought me too many shots and he laughed the night away. Around 4am, I ended back at my hotel, throwing up for the first and only time in Japan before facing the wrath of a family woken up by my <laughs> drunken hotel entrance. Best Knox from Saga Prefecture in South Japan. I love the way Knox <laughs> just completely oblivious to his family in this whole story. <laughs> I was thinking, where was the family? And yeah. now we know. Where's the family? Sitting in bed going, fuck's sake, why are you drinking again? <laughs> <laughs> because he spent too much time at Mosh Jokers. <laughs> Pete, are you going to go free, to Mosh Chafers? Free charms and earrings. I mean, it's just good wow. stuff. Yeah, you've sold me on this place. This yeah. is cool, though. Like, it's not uncommon for these bars to just be quite quiet, run by someone who's kind of eccentric. Yeah. And I've been at you know bars and restaurants before where the owner, you know, you're the last one there or the only one there, and the owner's just like, ah, let's just shut the shop and go for a drink. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, what else are they going to sell like after that time? You know what earrings, I mean? They're only going to and trinkets. They're only going to have like a couple more. Um, customers, I think it's fair to say. So yeah, I've I've seen that happen before. We we were in a bar in maybe Hiroshima. Um, we were in a bar where we were having a drink in a baseball bar, and the manager closed up and took us around the corner to um like a secret, not a secret room, but like an upstairs room in a restaurant, and just basically fed and watered us um, wow. for another couple of hours. It was a really nice experience. They were really nice. That's cool. I think she was trying to. He was trying to partner off his daughter to uh, my friend Alex. <laughs> what? Interesting. She was there as well. Yeah, it's, it's Alex from Clash of the Tiles, an excellent oh. stack podcast. <laughs> He's a handsome Alex man. Alex Zane from the TV, TV. presenter extraordinary Alex Zane. Yeah. Alex Zane, he presented he's, my he's sat in your chair. Two of my YouTube videos. Uh, did he? What? Yeah, he was, oh, on uh, on um, gog- not Gogglebox. What was his TV oh, show? He did. Rootube. 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 What a ridiculous show. <laughs> we haven't got much budget. Let's just get Alex Zane to look at YouTube videos and make a comment. 15, 15 seasons. It was God a damn long it. Show. It was a God long damn it. Show. More successful than any other TV show. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, Alex Zane. You smart God man. God damn it. Smart man. God damn it. Well, yeah, that's cool. I, I do like that. Japanese bars. The owners, 
you get the right one, you meet some incredible people. Mm. And I do recommend it. Like the message that Knox wanted us to to have from this story was yeah. go and get drunk in a bar and meet the owner and have fun. And I, I, I think I can recommend sh- that. It's not a bad little thing to have like a little directory of rock bars. The problem with like mm. bars in Japan is they close so frequently and open. They're only little and so they're quite movable. So like mm. if you've got a favourite one year it's not going to be the same the next year. Even like m- big institutions like Gas Panic that have been mm. there since like the nineties or the eighties, like they move on. You know, yeah. everything changes. Everything changes, Chris. Everything, everything changes. changes. You'll go back and all your favourites will be shut. But Bar- Ferris, I know Bar- for a fact, will I, still be open. It's I still believe, there. Yeah. I walked past it the other day in Shibuya. Nice. I wonder how many people have listened or watched this podcast and gone to Bar Rockaholic in Shibuya because of you. I've had quite a few people. I'm about twenty people now who've gone, yeah. who've attended just because of that. I don't know why I like it so much. It's just, it's just, you know what? There's a bar on the corner called Bar Rock Rocks, a couple of floors up, and it's similar vibes, no. but it's just no. a bit of a mess. It's you know no what I mean? Bar Rockaholic. It's no Bar Rockaholic, but this is just a bit more. It looks a bit like a karaoke lounge, and they've just got a big old bar. There's plenty of places to sit, and it's just fun, man. I love it. I love it. I haven't gone since I was very much physically sick after right. I went there. Yeah. Because I had some Baileys, and I think that Baileys had been on that shelf. Never get Since Baileys. 1926. Yeah. Never get Baileys. Yeah. I, I mean, and I would, I would extend me. that to Yogurito, which is a big <laughs> Japanese drink, which does have yogurt in it, I think. It's yeah. not... It's a bit like an Actamel. It's like an alcoholic Actamel. Yeah, if, uh, if you take one thing away from this episode, guys, don't yeah. have Baileys in Japan. Yeah. Because about three people drink it. I was mm. one of them for a time. And I got sick every single time I went out drinking for several months. <laughs> I had this like, period where I was just like, I love Bailey, Bailey's Irish cream. <laughs> and it was brilliant. But I noticed every single time I was sick. And yeah. I thought I had something wrong with me. I thought like, oh, I'm broken. I'm right. going to die. I can't process milk. Yeah, maybe, but it turned out it's just all the Bailey's intake yeah. is very much expired. Or been open so long and no one's drunk it that's just yeah. sat there and gone off. Just so get, just get, if, if you really want an ice cream, just get a Kahlua and uh, um, vodka. No. Kahlua and milk. Kahlua and milk. Kahlua and milk. Kahlua and vodka. Kahlua and vodka is milk. Kahlua and, I think it's a Kahlua vodka and milk is a white Russian. I think either way. It is a white, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Kahlua vodka, milk, um, get yourself a white Russian and, and, and they'll, they will make you one and they are mm, delicious. And, and if you are hungover and you want to get back on it and you just find it quite difficult, it's because like because you want to make the most of your party t- party weekend. I'm too old. I wouldn't know. And you've got your, you've years. got your Friday, and then and then you everyone wants to go out on the Saturday, and you need to just get back up to parity. Grab yourself, grab yourself a clue and milk. When you're in Japan in a week or two, are you mm. going to go to Bar Rockaholic? Yeah, of course. Well, if you're watching this and you're in Japan, <laughs> get a, yeah, harass that, yeah. him. If you see him, harass him. Harass get me. selfies. Yeah, nice. poke him, cool. prod him. Lovely. Tip a Bailey's over his head. But uh, <sighs> if you drink too much Baileys, it is bad for your health. And the story this week, the news this week in Japan, revolves around health and life expectancy. Doesn't mm, it? Yeah, it's, Fill it's, us in, Mr. Dawson. It's a quick one, but it's not a good one. It's not a good one. <laughs> uh, the average life expectancy of Japanese people declined in 2022 for the second straight year, mm. affected, obviously, by coronavirus. Um, the average lifespan for women was 80... The average, 87. Jesus. That's... 0. 0.09... Years old. In, I'd take in, that. In the UK, it's 82 or 83, I think. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Crikey. Four years long. What? Down by 0.49 of a year, and that of men fell um, uh, zero, uh, well, r- m- cracking on for half a year, um, 81.05 years, uh, with over 47,000 people dying due to the virus, um, due to recent data by the Ministry of Health, Labour, and Welfare. Huh. So, it's, it's, it's not great, but 
Japan's life expectancy is still, uh, among women certainly, uh, the longest globally. Mm. Uh, South Korea are just behind at 86.6. And Spain, really? <laughs> 85.83. Huh. So we should really be living like the Spanish. Eating yeah. late. Sleeping. Sleeping. Bit of siesta. Sleeping in the afternoon's got to be a big one. Why just... Because cause their diet is probably the same as the Italians and the Germans. And yeah, the, why does the Spanish live so long? Lucky rascals. Is it the tapas? Smaller plates. What's that? Is that yes, the universal science? It's having tapas. Smaller plates. Tapas, cubicide. Yeah. Okay, nice. Tapas on a guy's mask. It's the castanets. It's good on the old wrists. I don't I, know. I want to go to Spain while yeah. I'm back. Can I go to Spain? If you want, I got, got like a, a, towards the end of my trip here. I've got like a window where I, I haven't decided where I'm going to go. Mm. What I'm gonna and that do. window could be <laughs> smeared with our bondagas. <laughs> a, a, a window covered in Baileys and tapas <laughs> when I'm done. But uh, disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, Spain could be good. Maybe yeah, I can learn yeah. the secrets to long life. Yeah, head on down there. Go back to Japan. Where it's go the longest. Barcelona play. No. <laughs> we won't be doing that. But among men, Japan's uh, global rank in life expectancy dropped from third place to fourth. Switzerland, yeah. Switzerland stood at first for 81.6 years. Well, it's just, I mean, just more wholesome lives, isn't it? You know. Are you saying we don't have wholesome lives of a, here in the side UK? of a cliff dancing around? I don't, I don't know what happens in Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. it's not fair. So, you know, I've been to two countries in the world where I've gone, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. One of them was Switzerland, one of them was Norway. Because <laughs> everything's just so magical and brilliant there. Yeah. In Switzerland, there's a place called Lauterbrunnen. Look it up. Lauterbrunnen. You drive around the corner mm. and it's like, the Garden of Eden, mm. this mountains and this is a valley, and a waterfall is just pouring off the side of this mountain, gushing into the the streets, the the, the village below, right. like a thousand meter waterfall. Yeah, and I saw that, and I was like, "This is a joke. This sounds, isn't fair. Why haven't I got this? Sounds absolutely disgusting. Why haven't I got this? Disgusting. Lauer Brunen, look it sounds up. Sounds disgusting. Um, but yeah, uh, assuming the mortality situation remains unchanged, the ministry assesses that the probability of women born in 2022 will jar- die due to the coronavirus in the future is 3.3% and uh, 3.29% for men. Um, and yeah, they, 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 they sort of say, don't they, that the first person who's going to live to 200 is already alive now. I don't think but that's then you, possible. But then you look at these figures and you're like, Mm. It's gone down. It's gone down. It's I don't think down. anyone's going to live to their two. I think the oldest living person ever was a French woman who lived to 126. Right. And they think that was a lie. There's, a, there's yeah. some like claims yeah. that she might have been telling a, a few porkies. Telling a few porkies, yeah. And, and the, but the French are like, no, she's the oldest no. person's French. And they're like adamant that it was her. Right, okay. It's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. sketchy. Look it up. It's it seems like a big. I mean, it seems like a big ask to sort of keep that locked down, really, isn't it? Well, it's the pride of France. Yeah. She's the pride. She's, she's, dead, the pride she's dead, dead now, France. but she's, she's the pride now. of France. Yeah. She lived from like the 1800s, 1800s to like 1997. Yeah. Because I remember looking up and being like, what? How's this possible? 126. But whether or not that's true, the oldest, I think the second oldest living person, who's confirmed, I think Japanese lady, right. lived to 122, maybe. Jesus. I mean, so. even when you get to 100, you're like, right, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. I know I'm out of here pretty, I'm in the elevator, but. <laughs> T- 22 years after that can you That's imagine wild, isn't it? in, in the like, place of this uh, it's, uh, woman, I think her name is Jean Clement or something a French lady who was 126 yeah. she did a deal with someone uh, the devil <laughs> <laughs> she yeah she, I think she smoked as well to add insult oh, so they've always got the stories oh yes I have uh, I drink oh, uh, 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 five sherries a day and I uh, have an affair every day and it's just always things you shouldn't do I drink yeah. Logan Paul's drink yeah. every day yes yeah. <laughs> I drink Prime <laughs> drink Prime that could be afternoon. like a dynasty dynasty uh, bit of PR for Prime. Just sort of go, yeah, I'm I'm drinking a lot of Prime at the moment. I'm 126 and I'm drinking a lot of Prime. 
Can you imagine that? But I think in the case of Jean Claude, <laughs> she did a deal where like she sold her house right to some guy, yeah. but she could stay living in it. Right, like, uh, a, le- like a and the guy was like, ah, she'll be dead in a few years. And she yeah. did the deal when she was like sixty, <laughs> and then she lived, lived him another sixty years. Up yours, can you imagine spending like over half your life as an old age pensioner? Yeah, miserable. I, like nobody wants that. Nobody needs that. Yeah, well, I'm not looking after myself now. How bad is it going to be in t- just twenty years? Awful. That's crazy. How long do you Kill think? Me. How long do you Kill think you'll me. live to? Three hundred. Uh, <laughs> how? Oh. I'm the first person to live to two hundred, and he's awful. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, the first person who'll ever live to two hundred <laughs> is alive right now. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he's awful. <laughs> Just a horrible he's, racist. He's, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've, I mean, most of my life I've been racist, and it was fine back then. But now I'm two hundred. Fuck off! I'm not changing my ways now. Man, yeah, that's that's trippy. But people in Japan, why they live so long? People often mm. ask. I think the diet's good. They are mm. people are a lot more careful over how many calories quiet. they have. In shout! They they shout what? about. They shout quiet. They eat a lot of fish, they eat less meat, so Mm. less risk of cancer there. Mm. They eat less processed food in Japan. Mm. And they do more exercise, they do more steps. I think I did a video on it and people in Japan walk 2,000 steps more on average per day than Americans. Right, okay, that's fair. So, more exercise, better food, less processed food, more Mm. raw vegetables, more pickles. More pickles. <laughs> More spaghetti. Picklebacks. That's Clearly, the only drink I'm having. I'm not I'm not gonna benefit from the Japanese diet. No. Given I exclusively eat fried chicken and just shit. And like the flowers <laughs> the flour they put in the batter is probably oh, my, good for yeah. you, in the grand scheme of things. That's probably my cholesterol up the spell. Yeah. But anyway. Uh we're back to the moment, guys, with your stories, comments and questions in the fax machine. Oh, a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week for our listeners? Mr. Donaldson. All right, you pigs. Uh, Eva from the Netherlands has got in touch. Uh, dear Catholic Chris and Protestant Pete, at least <laughs> this summer, uh, my partner and I are travelling to Japan for three whole sexy weeks. I've Ooh. added the word sexy in there. Uh, do you have any tips for surviving the hot and humid summer in Japan? Is there any practical uh, we should consider when planning out our days to make things as bearable as possible? Chris, I don't mind admitting I've got such a uh, good idea for them. <laughs> Well, I've got go on, I've got a lovely bit of wearable tech. We spoke about this on the last show. Um, wearable tech that makes summers more bearable uh, in Japan. The fan? Uh, well, not exactly. <laughs> this guy has made um, a little kind of weird mortar that sits uh, above his pubis, I think it's fair to say, yeah. on his belt line. Oh, my God. Um, that basically just pulls... The shirt. It's not even a fan, it just does no, this. It just, it just sort of like pull, pushes out the bottom of his um, shirt, genius. kind of wafting. You know when you want to cool yourself down, you sort of pull your shirt and go... Yeah, it looks really dirty though. <laughs> when he's sitting down at a table yeah. and his like, shirt's rocking back and yeah. forth, it's going to give Let me the see those impression. hands. Yeah. Oh my God. Sexy. But he looks... What I like about it is, I like a man with the confidence of a man who's just invented something cool um, to just smile... Like the way he's smiling... <laughs> Yeah, as his ch- as his as his crotch area basically oh. extends uh, and, and and returns to, to from whence it came. It's good stuff. It's sexy stuff, and I think we should all get one. Japanese ingenuity at its finest, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Since yeah. the Sony Walkman. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, my advice is just don't go to Japan in summer. It's inescapable. Mm. It's like an oven you cannot flee from. But stay hydrated. Drink off. Stay hydrated literally have kids. have Picari sweat on Picari tap. Sweat. Bring it with you everywhere. Said on the first video show. Yeah. Drink your Picari sweat. What are you going to do? Eat your vitamins. Eat your, eat, your, eat, your, eat your fucking vitamins. Have those salt sweets, the Shior salt, salt sweets. Have salt sweets, yeah. They're, good. They're tasty. It's just take your top off. I ate, like, don't do that. <laughs> In Japan, that'll be a quick way, a quick way back to Hanada Airport. <laughs> the salt sweets, Put though. your top on, I'll go back to Hanada Airport. I'll go, no! <laughs> I want to live my life. I want to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I climbed Mount Fuji the other day, I had these salt sweets, right? Right. I can't remember what they're called. Shilbun Charge. Right. Shilbun. Shil means like salt, bun means a piece of okay. charge, charge up. And is, shil- is it a shinbun piece of news then? No, shil, shil, shilbun. Oh, shilbun. Shinbun charge. No, no, but shin, no, but shin, you said bun means a piece of something. Bun means piece, a piece yeah. of, like a so, partition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so shinbun, as in the Asahi shinbun, the newspaper. Different kanji. Uh, yeah. So I thought it might be Shut a piece up. of news. This is a no. piece of news. No, that, that, that would make sense, but no. <laughs> yeah. It's not that. Thank you. Have Shilbun charge. Salt sweets on tap. I'll sort it out, Japan. I'll sort your language out, mate. Don't worry about it. Be careful, though, <laughs> with Shilbun charge. I did have a lot when I climbed out Fuji. I had I popped too many. and it Got too salty. Oh, imagine just... It's, it's been horrible. Oh, imagine constantly just having salt in your mouth. Yeah. It, like, dried up my saliva and, like, destroyed my mouth for, like, a week. Why did you so. do that? Because I was dehydrated. I was like, oh, I've, your like, brain wasn't I'll, working I don't properly. need Picari, but I'll just drink the salt directly. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat the salt. You need a fucking Sherpa, mate, is what you need. He's <laughs> called Natsuki. Eating salt licks like a donkey. That's it's my disgusting. Sherpa. Natsuki is my Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that video will be coming out soon. It might, in fact, be out already. Yeah, now. Yeah. Check well, it out. Yeah. Only on Abroad in Japan, the, the YouTube channel. Mm. That's good. Maya. 
from Utah. Mm. Says, hello, guys. My husband and I are coming to Japan for the first time in September for our one year wedding anniversary. And Happy we're huge, anniversary. Huge Pokemon fans. So we thought it'd be fun to find a few of the Poker Lids. Oh. Poker Lids. Outside of the two in Ueno Park. The next closest ones are all the way out in Machida. Since Machida's kind of out of the way, we're trying to decide if it's really worth it to go there mm. to find the lids. Have either of you been to Machida? Is there anything else cool to do there? Maya. From Maya. Utah. Yeah, I mean, you just... I mean, you just... Don't, don't do it. Going to... Um... Charlotte would go. She'd be like, oh my God, fuck Machida, but go and look at the Pokemon lids. <laughs> so, I, so the lid is just a, um, a, a sewer cover. <laughs> a cover that you, covers you excrement. sound horrible. It's a cover that prevents the smell of raw sewage getting in your nose. It doesn't work in Tokyo. <laughs> it's not what Tokyo smells like. Yeah. Tokyo smells awful, unfortunately. But uh, no, it's it's a lovely thing. It is a lovely uh, you thing, can yeah. look at Charizard on a f- floor on the lid. It's <laughs> great, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I follow, like, Charlotte made me drive us around like all of Tohoku once to look for all the Pokemon lids. Mm. And that was time I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> a bonding experience. But my God, they had to stop and start the car so much <laughs> to look at, oh, it's Bulbasaur, oh, and the, oh it's the Mewtwo one. Oh. Mm. But if you like Pokemon, it's probably worth it. <laughs> I'm impartial. A, that's a big old... And there's, there's a lot, um, we do like a, a video game podcast called VGC, a video game podcast, and Jordan, the lead singer of the troupe, um, he uh, big into Pokemon cards. Mm. And I oh, no. just don't know how it all works. Well, I was... Everyone's talking about them. I, I, when I was eight, they were big. Mm. I spent a lot of my pocket money when I was like eight, nine, ten on Pokemon cards. Yeah. And I'd collect them and then they'd sort of sit in the cupboard and that was it. But you'd sort of brag about the ones you'd got. And I remember right. my rich, I had a rich friend, like Ben, and mm. he, he was really rich. His parents were just buying whatever he wanted. Bastard. Yeah. It was always like a craze going on in the nineties. And it was like the yo-yo craze. You're probably too old for that. But everyone was like, oh, the black magic yo-yo. Yeah, yeah, well, you used to, you used to yeah. um, the Pepsi ones, the Pepsi and the Sprite ones and the Coca-Cola ones. Well, well, And yeah. you used to go down to the um, down to the shopping centre and do tricks. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, And then yeah. they'd give you a better one. But he had the best yo-yo. It right. cost like £50. And we were all like, wow. Oh. And then he what did, got... What did they do for £50? Well, they do. What did they do for £50? What did the yo-yo so, do? Yeah. Spark on... Did it do anything? It was just, mate, it was just... The, the scream? It looked good, ah! didn't it? It looked cool. <laughs> but it was a really weird craze. It was a really weird craze. And then there was Pokemon cards. And now his, his parents just bought him all the Pokemon cards. It was like yeah. it's a gold-plated fucking Charizard. Mm. And you'd be like, well, I'm never no. going to be rich enough to afford that. Mm. A piece of card with a photo on it. Do you know what you used to enjoy in the schoolyard? Oh, God. Not- Cha- Chaucer. <laughs> The Canterbury Tales, Chris. I love Chaucer. Uh, we used to enjoy uh, Brian Friel, uh, we the used to... <laughs> Irish playwright. Uh, we used to uh, enjoy uh, a little guy you might be familiar with, uh, Sir William Shakespeare. Uh, we used to talk about that endlessly. Uh... Have you read Bleak House? I love a bit of Dickens. That's what we used to talk. It's just what we used to talk about. From the man that didn't fly planes until he was twenty-five, <laughs> or used public transport. That's right. Yeah, we didn't have Pokemon cards. It was books. It was old books from Victorian time. We would look up at the sky yeah. and look at the planes flying and wonder where and when where? one day they were our Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> we've got one last question from Aaron he says hello Aaron? Carl Paul Chris and Punk Peak Aaron from New York here I'm a musician and I want to hit you with this scenario you're on a road trip from Tokyo to Sendai and you're only allowed one song to play the whole time what song would Oof. each of you pick all the best Aaron 
What's two hours? Is it two hours? Is that two hours? What's, what do you mean, what's two hours? Yeah, I started that wrong. What, <laughs> what is this unit it's of time? Well, it's 120 kinda, minutes, please. It's kind of late here. It's 8.30pm. My big coffee's ran out. Um, <laughs> big uh, big song. Two, is it two hours from Tokyo to Sendai? Uh, by car? Or? Yeah, by car. Oh, God, four. No, no, it's like four and a half. Five. What? That's wild. What's that that, fucking, that Shinkansen really slices up the countryside, doesn't it? It should be too much volcano. Uh, I, mean, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a long time. That's a long time to hear Natsuki and Joey I don't think the song's that, that long. <laughs> I, said, I think it's about three minutes. So yeah. I, I remember I did a journey Stick on once. some Holland Oats, bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> adult, edu- adult Education, my favourite <laughs> new Holland Oats song. The new Holland Oats song. From 1981. We're like Holland Oats in maybe many ways. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> No, no. If, if if Hall had been bitten by a uh, <laughs> a, a fly last night and his his arm had sort of gone up a bit weird, <laughs> what the fuck? it's disgusting. What sort of so what song? I, I, my song would be. I did this. Re- I did this before. Actually, I drove to Nagano once from Yamagata, which is about a four or five hour journey. Yeah, and I only brought one CD. Right, and it was it was Suede. I listened to okay. Suede. Brit pop nineties band on repeat for five six hours. I could, I but that was that was one song. That was a whole necessi- thing. Yeah, I, there's very few songs you could listen to over and over again. I mean, there's like maybe <laughs> Everlong by the Foo Fighters. No, or about, the Rat, the Walkman. What about Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin? Because it's so long. It's so long. Seven, right. Yeah, minutes. go for something really, like go, just Got go for something up. like. Philip Glass or something mm. lasts for ages never changes key just jingling and jangling around or listen to like Aqua Barbie Girl yeah and, and see what psychological effect I mean that would yeah. be an interesting psychological experiment I think they may have done that in Guantanamo <laughs> Guantanamo Bay yeah is just Aqua's album yeah. on repeat I think they might have done one that. song yeah. for a four hour bus journey mm. but do that see what happens I would love to hear what happens to your mind when it goes to that special place? Keep your mm. stories, questions coming uh, on to Abroad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys. Do all over again, but for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Mm. And we'll see you right back here to do it all over again with the ever youthful and the ever happy people. Look how he looks man. so dead. He looks so dead. It's, look, 8.30 p.m. This is bedtime. <laughs> this is bedtime. I haven't moved too old. It is. Thanks for- this is exactly my bedtime. Bye, my, my, my schedule is <laughs> edit some more Bronja Band guff and then take um, Sammy Amiobi the dog uh, and I cradle him in my arms like this and I sort of go, we've got a bed now, Sammy. And I sort of shake him up and down a little bit <laughs> and I pop him in his crate because he's still crate training. And um, pop him in there, and, and 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 sometimes he doesn't scream. I hope the the theme tune is playing over <laughs> Peter's rambling. <laughs> Roll the theme tune, Tommy. Abroad in Japan is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com